you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. All right, you never know what's going to happen when you come in here on a Monday. Welcome to NFL Now on NFL Network. That is Steve White. I'm Andrew Siciliano. Coming up, we'll try to figure out what's wrong with the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. They score only three points. They get the Ravens at home on TNF. We'll try to get under the hood as well as we did last hour with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. They are three and four. But we had a major quarterback shakeup moments ago in Indianapolis. It's Matt Ryan to the bench and Sam Ellinger to the starting lineup. It's a grade two shoulder separation for 37-year-old Matt Ryan. He's not going to play this week for the Colts against the Commanders. But Frank Reich says this is not just a one-week move. He's a pro's pro. This This guy is special, special, special. And, you know, we all, we know, right, at the quarterback position, that it's not our poor production on offense is not on one person. It's not on Matt Ryan. Um, but we also know, as Matt and I talked it through, hey, as head coach and quarterback, as head coach, ultimately it doesn't matter. I'm judged on wins and losses. Quarterbacks judged on points and, you know, and production and turnovers. That's, we understand that's how it is in this league. And so um, Matt will be a pro. He, you know, he, I will say this, uh, as you guys saw, or maybe so. He did get banged up in the game. He does have a grade two, uh, grade two um, shoulder separation, uh, and so will not practice this week. Will be inactive. Um, Nick will be number two, um, and but Matt is committed to helping this team in every way he can. He's got a lot of years of experience. You always got to stay ready. You never know. This is a funny league, so I um, still believe Matt's going to help us get to where we want to go in whatever role that is. Nick being Nick Foles, who now moves up to the number two quarterback position. Ian Rappaport, yep, wow, uh, live there in Foxborough ahead of Monday night. We'll hear about that game. 
shortly. Tom Pelissero as well. Let me read uh, a quote to you here, guys. Also, Frank Reich, quote, the move right now is for Sam to be the starter for the rest of the season. Ian, so shoulder injury is just one small part of this story. It is one small part of this story. It's a part of it. Matt Ryan not being there to be the backup is a thing. But the major thing is the Indianapolis Colts now have a new starting quarterback, Sam Ellinger, who I know has been intriguing to various people around the league, someone that I know other GMs have been kind of watching, monitoring. I wonder if that guy would be available. Maybe we could trade for him under the right circumstances just because he's so talented. He is now the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. And just a couple days ago, Tom, I talked to Colts owner Jim Irsay, who told me, among other things, that Matt Ryan is a steely-eyed missile man. I believe that was the quote. I might have messed it up, but I believe that was it. He also told me that he was as good a leader as he's seen since Peyton Manning. Regardless, Matt Ryan just simply not getting it done in the field. The Colts offense has been a mess in general. Clearly, Ryan's struggling to make some of the throws. And so now, Sam Ellinger, despite the fact that Matt Ryan is fully guaranteed on his contract for the next two years, is now the starter. This is a move that the Colts never could have contemplated when they acquired Matt Ryan for a third-round pick from the Atlanta Falcons back in the spring. I talked to Frank Reich a couple weeks later, and he said he had gone through all the tape and thought Matt Ryan could make all the throws. Obviously, they were looking for stability in terms of the leadership of the operation as well. Matt Ryan checked all those boxes. But something that jumped out, especially in recent weeks here, was Matt Ryan, just in terms of having the arm to make all the throws, seemed to be struggling. And that was just one factor in why this Colts offense was repeatedly struggling to score. With Sam Elliott, it's a guy who they liked. They drafted him out of Texas because of his toughness, because of his makeup. Even though he doesn't necessarily have the physical traits of some other quarterbacks, he's not the tallest guy, he doesn't have the big arm, but he has a knack for making things happen. So you're trying to jumpstart a team that is supposed to go through the running game with Jonathan Taylor, the offensive line, which has not played well enough through the course of the season and has had some moving parts, and a defense that has not had its leader um, in Shaq Leonard for all but a couple of quarters so far this season. For Matt Ryan, Mm -hmm. as Ian mentioned, they're paying him about $24 million this season, Andrew, $12 million of his base salary for next season, also guaranteed. So They're committed financially to Matt Ryan, but shoulder separation or no shoulder separation, Frank Reich says this was going to be the move. This is a sea change right now in Indianapolis. They hope for the better. And look, for the most part, money aside here, compared to, say, what the Browns did or what the Broncos did, the the Colts only gave up the 82nd overall pick for Matt Ryan, but they did so firmly believing that, I mean, they, they pulled a fast one at everyone. Yeah, Andrew, they had the guy to take them to the next level because it was Carson Wentz's fault last year. So here's Matt Ryan for the 82nd overall pick. We kind of slid in there, stole him for a third, and bam. But now they get swept by the Titans. They're not going to you know, likely be a wild card team. They should win that division if they're going to make the playoffs. They get swept by the Titans. Um, they've lost five in a row to Tennessee. And, wow, that was ugly. Ian, you are going to say. Well, in, in training camp, you know, I know Tom mentioned the inability for Matt Ryan to make throws. I remember I talked to Coach Frank Reich about just Matt Ryan's arm. How much did he have left? What were they seeing? And told me he watched 50 throws. That was enough. He was sure that Matt Ryan had the arm strength to get it done. 
And that might have been true then. That might have been true based on last year. And I was there in camp and he looked okay, I would say. But clearly the arm strength, not what it is. And, you know, unfortunately, Matt Ryan's had some great, incredible moments in his career. Just physically, it looks like it's going the wrong direction. So for the Colts to say, we made a mistake. Instead, it's now going to be this guy. On one hand, it's admitting a mistake. On the other hand, they're moving forward with a really fascinating new quarterback at a time when it seems in the organiza organizationally, they really need some wins. Really uh, need wins. They do. As I said, they were swept by the Titans, so there goes that head-to-head. -head. Five straight to division rival Tennessee. Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero, gentlemen, thank you. A stunner here on Monday. Here's the announcement from the Colts. Sam Ellinger, who... For what it's worth, and it's a big for what it's worth, was the highest rated quarterback in the preseason from any team. He had a passer rating of 147.8. Okay, I mean, big deal. Here, here are the numbers in the preseason. Again, it is the preseason. Sam Ellinger has made some plays when given an opportunity. But this is, this is Mark a move, in my eyes, that is desperate by Frank Reich. I mean, you are desperate to do anything now to save your season. Yeah, for sure. And uh, if Sam Ellinger was the guy we're building him up now, he would have started from the beginning of the season. But just going back to Matt Ryan, and this is what happens when you don't evaluate what you see on film and you give these older quarterbacks the benefit of the doubt because of their leadership and how great they are in the locker room and their past accomplishments, and you don't really evaluate and say, you know what, Matt Ryan can't play anymore. And that's what I, when I evaluated Matt Ryan the past few years, he just couldn't do the things you needed him to do. Get the ball down the field, a lot of mistakes, got down early in games because he couldn't generate the offense. But yet it was sold because of all the superlatives off the field that he could be resurrected. And it, you, I say it ad nauseum, we just talked about it earlier with Russell Wilson in Seattle. That is one of the hardest things to do is to move on. Now he goes to the Colts thinking they could rehab Matt Ryan because of all those great things that he does off the field. But in the field of play, you saw a very, very limited Matt Ryan with supposed to be the game manager, but now he's making mistakes. He can't get out of the way. He takes a ton of sacks. He fumbles the ball. So this is the right thing to do for the Colts offense, the Colts uh, offense and team. Look uh, too little, too late, but I think just the evaluation process was missed, just because too often teams just don't evaluate the film. But the Colts' bigger picture, year in and year out, now it's just the, the quarterback rehab facility that they don't come out rehab. It's just we went from Rivers to Wentz, now River, uh, uh, now back to Ryan, now we got Ellinger. When will it stop for the future, uh, Steve? Yeah, maybe that's next season. Mark, I wanna, I'm want i not going to talk too long because, I mean, you went through this with Eli Manning and, you know, you're talking about a quarterback at the end of his career. But, look, we don't, we don't usually see this with the older quarterbacks who get traded for. As Andrew just ex explained so fantastically, you know, we all thought the Colts were going to be in Super Bowl contention because the Matt Ryan element was going to settle down this roster. Look, I used to cover the Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan was, was drafted by the Falcons. So I, I have been, since it's 07 to 08, all those years – with Matt Ryan. So he can do some great things. A guy who never had the big arm, but had all of the other tangible elements. I mean, look, he took a team to a Super Bowl the year he was an MVP when Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator there. So to see him get benched uh, is, is a little bit staggering because, you know, you, you look at guys who played in, you know, Ben Roethlisberger was not the same guy he was at the end of his career. Brett Favre was like these guys still, their team still hung on to them because of who they were. But again, Matt Ryan was traded for. 
as Andrew said, it does seem like it is a little bit desperate here because they've got to get wins. We just saw Jim Irsay go to the owners meeting and pop off. So he's feeling a little bit frisky. Maybe they're feeling that in the building as well. But to recognize this um, and, and to make this move, I know the injury uh, attributed to that. But, man, I mean, this is a very damning, like you said, evaluation. Just everything about this is, is kind of staggering and mind-blowing when I look at this. And, and, and Mark, I mean, if we, have, if we have time here, I just want to say, you went through this with Eli Manning. I mean, you know how difficult yeah. this is to... Who's bench for Geno Smith, which right, is funny Regina, how it comes To back. actually make well, a move like this. Right, and, and that's why, again, I, I'm so sensitive to the situation because you know that it's the other things, not the feel that you can look at him each week and say, man, he can't play anymore, but you love the guy so much. So you make evaluations with your heart instead of your eyes, and you'll see it year after year with these quarterbacks. We just talked about Brady and Rodgers. Are they done? But teams will keep holding on to them because of the other intangible elements that go along with it. Want to look at the schedule. I I mentioned they got swept by the Titans, and and that was devastating. Five straight losses. They lost to them week four and then lost to them again week seven. I said they're not going to make it. The Colts won't as a wild card. That might have been a little too aggressive here because if you look at the AFC West, and other than Buffalo or, or Kansas City, no one's really running away with anything. There isn't a division leader with five or more wins other than the Jets. So the Colts at three wins can still legitimately make a wild card here. But it is not an easy schedule. They got Washington and Taylor Heineke this week. And then it's New England, Vegas, Philly, Pittsburgh, Dallas, Minnesota, the Chargers, the Giants. There are no easy outs on this schedule whatsoever. And you're tossing the keys to Sam Ellen. Boy, but just the whole quarterback carousel that they've had there. I mean, it, the instability is just is absolutely amazing. And look, how do you think the Falcons are feeling now? Like, we got rid of Matt Ryan for a third-round draft pick. We're doing okay with Marcus Mariota. They're doing just fine. Uh, Yesterday, not a great example of it. The offense really couldn't do anything against the Bengals, but credit to the Bengals. The 82nd overall pick, by the way, in exchange for Matt Ryan, turned into D'Angelo Malone, the edge rusher from Western Kentucky. So, 82 overall. Matt Ryan benched. That is your story today. There is other news, obviously, around the league. And there's news out of New York that is uncomfortable for those 5-2 and two Jets. You hate it. Brees Hall, as expected, Robert Sala kind of hinted at this yesterday, done for the year. That is according to our Tom Pelissero. Brees Hall took to Twitter, said he appreciates the endless love and the support. It's another step along the journey. See you all soon. Soon, however, will not be before, in all likelihood, next year and training camp. I mentioned Tom had that news. He's with us. Ian Rappaport back with us as well. Tom, this injury comes eight days before the trade deadline. Michael Carter is the number two back, but Robert Sala and the Jets uh, are losing Brees Hall. That's right, Andrew. And this was something Robert Sala had said was the belief based upon the initial physical exam on Brees Hall, which is usually pretty accurate when it comes to torn ACLs. The the MRI confirmed it this morning. It is a torn ACL for Brees Hall. He also has some minor meniscus damage, which is pretty common with ACLs. He had been a huge piece of this offense, particularly in recent weeks as that Jets offense with Zach Wilson back in the lineup had begin to, begun to gather steam and the Jets had been winning some games. Now you mentioned Michael Carter. He would certainly be the next man up. You also have to look at the fact the trade deadline is eight days away here. There are some high-profile backs, guys like Cam Akers, who potentially are available. And we are getting to that time where the teams that 
in the Jets' situation are inside of the playoff picks, so they're going to have to make some decisions about whether they're going to be aggressive, go out and add additional pieces, or go with the guys they've been developing in-house. And it's amazing, Tom, the thing about the Jets being in a position where they could be buyers at the trade deadline. The Jets could be buyers at the trade deadline, which is truly amazing, and there are some running backs. You mentioned one in Cam Akers, Kareem Hunt, another one I know early on in training camp had some desires to be traded the way the Brown season has gone. He's not under contract for next year. That would certainly be another name to consider as well. If the Jets wanted to make a move for a running back, it's not like Kareem Hunt or someone like that would be that expensive at this point. So if there's one thing that we know about Joe Douglas, similar to some of the other younger GMs around the league, he is open to some trades. I'd keep an eye on the Jets. All right, both of those running backs you mentioned there, Akers and Hunt, come from systems where they could likely step in pretty quickly there for yeah. Mike LaFleur. Meantime, Tom, this video that's going around of the officials there leaving the building or leaving the field in Carolina has, has opened a lot of eyes here. Tell me about this league investigation into an autograph. Let's start with this, Andrew. The NFL does not yet know exactly what was happening here, which is why they are initiating the <laughs> review. The two game officials you see there are side judge Jeff Lambert and line judge Trip Sutter, who appear to be handing Mike Evans something for him to sign. Now, again, we don't know that this was autograph-seeking, though obviously there are a lot of people on Twitter who have immediately gone to that conclusion. It is worth mentioning the NFL-NFL-RA collective bargaining agreement specifically says game officials shall not ask players, coaches, or any other team personnel for autographs or memorabilia. So what exactly was Mike Evans signing and why? In that particular situation, something that struck a lot of people as odd, the league is going to get to the bottom of it, and I would imagine we will get some answers here pretty soon. It's not like golf where you have to sign your scorecard um, after your round. Ian, DK Metcalf, what's his story? This was kind of a weird one. DK Metcalf landed a little bit awkwardly on his knee and was quickly ruled out, which almost always, as you guys know, means a real and significant injury. Does not seem to be the case, though. And DK Metcalf, who was, you know, smiling a little bit after the injury, was spotted following the game walking without a limp, which is a very good sign. Uh, we all were kind of wondering, what is this? Turns out it's a patellar tendon strain. No surgery for DK Metcalf, which is the most important thing, not considered to be season-ending. But it is week to week, and for Seattle, one of the really the, one of the feel-good stories of the NFL, and Metcalf has been a huge part of it, along with Geno Smith. He now faces the prospect of being out one or probably more games. But the fact that it's not season-ending is a little bit of a silver lining. Okay, so some good news there potentially. What about Evan Neal's situation? Well, Andrew, this could be another situation where you have a player who is going to miss some time, but not as much as it initially appeared he might. Evan Neal, the highly picked. Offensive tackle for the New York Giants suffering a knee injury that I am told is believed to be an MCL sprain. Now, there's a lot of different degrees of that. There are different types, and the timetable is going to vary as well. So you would certainly expect that Neal's status is going to be very much in doubt here in the near term coming up this week for the Giants. But not an ACL injury is my understanding here, so there's some optimism he's going to get back on the field sooner than later, including from Neal himself, who actually walked out of the locker room after the game yesterday. He had a wrap and a brace on that left knee, but no crutches. He was walking under his own power. A reporter asked him, how is he doing? He said, don't worry about me. I'll be fine. Giants are in Seattle to face the Seahawks. 
And if you had that game circled Good in game. August as one of the primo week eight matchups, raise your hand. Now put it down because you're a liar. Coming up, speaking of interesting, what in the world is going on with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? They've lost three games in a row for the first time in four years. Last time that happened, Mike McCarthy got fired. We'll try to figure out the Packers coming up on NFL Now. Win, 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 win. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right, so there's no way the Packers are going to lose three in a row. Yeah, like no Carson way. Wentz out, White, and Taylor Heineke. I'm a huge Taylor Heineke fan. In Heineke started so poorly, like started one for seven. And then here, Devondre Campbell with a pick six. The Packers had another defensive touchdown called back. This was a one-sided game early. Early on, up 14 to three. The beautiful house call. Yeah, Carson Wentz is like, I could have done better. Right? Yeah, but they let Taylor Heineke hang around, and you can't do that. Terry McLaurin oh. dropping in the bucket, oh. beating Jair Alexander. The Commanders are in command. They win 23-21. Aaron Rodgers, you still think this team's going to make the playoffs, right? They can make a run? Right, it does. I'm not, I'm not worried about this squad. In fact, this might be the best thing for us. Uh, this week, you know, nobody's going to give us a chance. 
going to Buffalo and Sunday night football. The chance to get exposed, shoot, might be the best thing for us. Our guys are extremely disappointed. Uh, I don't think anybody thought we'd be in the spot that we're in right now. Um, and we're going to find out what we're made of. So, listen, we told you the Packers had never lost back-to-back games under the floor. Well, they did that last week. Now they've lost three straight. Rodgers hadn't lost three straight since 08. I'm sorry, since 18. Okay, but you see these stats. 08 is part of it. He has not been 3-4 and four since 08. We can complain about the young wide receivers, Mark Ross, Steve White. We could say the O-line, David Bakhtiari, didn't play. Obviously, that is a major issue as well. They had nine penalties yesterday. There is a lot on Roger's shoulder. Is he part of the problem? Is he playing well despite the problems? What do you see? Well, well, he's not playing great. I mean, we've seen him play better. Now, there's probably a lot of things that go into this, but the one thing the Packers have always asked more of Aaron Rodgers than any other team has asked of their quarterback, right? They really don't run the ball. They only ran it 12 times against Washington yesterday. Um, they barely possessed the ball. Washington held a 37-23 to 23 time of possession advantage, but they're just not functioning overall, right? Aaron Rodgers is right. This is a team that probably could go on a type of a run, but right now they're not playing good football. They started out, they had that 14-3 lead, one because of defensive score, but overall, just nothing seems to be going right. Guys are not making plays. Again, Rodgers is not as, as accurate or as good as he is. One thing he's not doing is really turning the ball over. But, Mark, when you watch this Packers team, they just don't seem to have any juice. And, I mean, I think offensively, maybe getting the ball to Aaron Jones' hands and, and A.J. Dillon's hands a little bit more might help. But they just don't seem to have any pop or excitement to what they're doing. And that comes down to talent, Steve, a lack of talent. And, look, Aaron Rodgers, old quarterbacks, they all hit the wall. I know a lot of them are ageless. He's the GOAT. But they hit the wall, and they never come back to the form that they once were. And I see that in Aaron Rodgers right now. But the combination of that, you talked about not running the ball. Their best players are their running backs in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. But they can't run the ball because they have no receivers. There's no threat down the field. You saw those highlights there where guys just either are not open or not making plays. And that's not going to change. So there's huge concern for me with this Packers offense. We've been saying it week after week after week. Okay, you know what you have to change. But if you don't have the personnel and you don't have the talent to change that, then you can't change it. No one's afraid of the Packers receivers. No one's afraid of the Packers pass game like they've been in years past just because there's no threat. Who's their best player? Alan Lazard. Uh, You know, Dobbs didn't play yesterday. He had been the guy. Uh, So this is when I see this offense, it's going to be a struggle just because teams know, let's just load it up and let's see if any of these guys can beat us. And I don't know if they can. And next week is (laughs) against that Buffalo D. We might see more of the same with this Packers offense. Barely beat Bailey Zappi. You get Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Taylor Heineke now. Yeah. Three straight losses. They have not played well in a month. And teams are trolling the Packers. Sauce Gardner was wearing the cheese head yesterday. There are a lot of Green Bay fans at FedEx. Percy Butler's wearing cheese heads after the game. <laughs> they were wearing cheese heads in the commander's Who? locker room. Look, look, there were fans there chanting, sell the team yesterday, right? There are a lot of Green Bay fans in the building. Yet at the end, it's the commanders who had the last laugh here. And they beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. You thought it was bad for Green Bay? Did you see Tom Brady and the Bucks? Ruh-roh. 
Mm-hmm. So this is kind of the buck season in a nutshell. Mike Evans had 10.9 yards of separation. Oh, Mike, what you doing? 11 yards of separation. That's the opening drive. That kind of set the tone. Aaron Rodgers loses. Tom Brady loses. Brady loses games back-to-back to teams with losing records for the first time in his career. You come off the field, and, and I'm sure there was a lot of things we didn't do right, so... No one feels good about where we're at. No one feels good about how we played or what we're doing. So we all got to, we're all in it together, man. We got to go pull ourselves out of it. We're going to go in tomorrow morning. We've got a short week. We've got to work hard to try to fix it. Coming up next on NFL Now, why the long face? Try to figure out what happened yesterday in Carolina and can they fix it by Thursday? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right, let's get to the Tom Brady thing. So this is the first time he has ever lost back-to-back games. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a team sport, I realize. To teams with losing records. And this is how it started, White. Yeah, that doesn't help. This sets a horrible tone. A minute and a half into the game, Mike Evans admits, 
Look, it, it kind of just took the air out of their collective balloon, but they couldn't stop Shuba Hubbard. 21 to 3. All they got was a Ryan Suckup field goal. They're 3 and 4. Oh, you have to play as a team. You have to take accountability. You have to work hard. You have to have discipline, commitment, mental and physical toughness. Those are all character traits. And we have a lot of great guys in the locker room. So we're going to go in tomorrow morning. We've got a short week. We've got to work hard to try to fix it. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we just have to bring the energy on game play. You know, um, come off flat a lot of the times. And uh, that's just something each and every person has to look in the mirror and uh, have to decide whether they want to be on this Bucks team or not at the end of the day. We have to wear this on our sleeves. They got to be grown men. We're going to see what we're made of, how many people can handle adversity. And it's about as dark as it's going to be right now. About as dark as it's going to be right now, White and Mark Ross. And it's a short week as well. They get the uh, the Ravens on TNF at home. The game's in Tampa for what it's worth coming up on Thursday. No Antoine Winfield in all likelihood. He's in concussion protocol. But, but Steve, one thing stood out to me, and Todd Bowles has hinted this in the past year. He said, what is your team lacking? He said, toughness. Yeah, and, that, and that's never good. I mean, for, for a coach to call out, his team for not being tough. That's one thing. I, this game, they were totally uninspired. You, know, you heard Leonard Fournette say we keep coming out flat. Is this too many older veterans just saying, okay, we'll be able to turn it on at some point? The way they're playing right now, I mean, they got to start losing some confidence in what they're doing. I mean, Carolina had no business in this game, and they came out and played like they were the better team. It, it was they just, traded Christian McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson. Right, and, and their coach just got fired. in front. Right, and the Bucs must have came out and said, okay, well, they're done. We're just going to cruise through this game, and they got to take it to them. So the Bucs, though, are a team where I think they can get it together, right? But as Todd Bowles continues to say, he's been saying from week one, we have to decide to see who wants to be on this team. I, I don't understand what's happening in that locker room where these guys know they can win ball games, but aren't doing whatever it takes, even mentally, to win ball games, Mark, maybe you can see this better than me. I mean, nobody's playing great. This defense isn't playing great. That's what we thought their bread was going to be buttered regardless of how the offense played. They don't run the ball. They don't even try to run the ball, but that's nothing new. Um, again, I, I think this is just a bad stretch. I think they can rally, but I don't know. I'm not so sure that they will rally. Yeah, they got a lot of talent, Steve, and you keep waiting for it to happen. But the great teams I've been around, you've got leadership, you've got continuity, and you've got the all-in belief that, hey, we're going to go win games together, not as individuals. And look, Tom Brady's the GOAT. We know that. But there's been constant distractions with Tom Brady, starting with the, the retirement aspect, then going with a lot of off-field issues. And now is your leader, the guy that's supposed to be your guy, is he all-in? And yes, you can kind of push it away for a game, two games. But now we're just going on a stretch where they just look bad and they look distracted and that wears on a team where you all want to believe when you go into that building, into that locker room, that you're all working on the same goal. You're all in it and putting in 100% effort. And then you've got your head coach who's not really providing that leadership either week in and week out. A lot of concerning quotes coming out with, we're not tough enough and we're living off of the Super Bowl and guys aren't buying in. You got players saying that. It's just a lot of odd quotes coming out of Tampa with not just talking about execution and preparation. But guys not really being a part of what's going on. So to me, it just looks like a distracted team that may not be focused on, you know what, we're all 100% on this goal to go in and win football games. You know, the slow starts here, they've been trailing at the half in five of their seven games. They're now three and four. And this was supposed to be their get-right game. 
Congrats yeah. to Steve Wilkes. Great moment for the Charlotte native after the game, getting the game ball. Happy for him truly here. But other than the Saints, who had been their nemesis, they had not lost with Tom Brady a division game. How about that? They had not lost to the Falcons. They had not lost to the Panthers. Not only had they been 4-0 against the Panthers, they had won every game by at least two touchdowns. This was their get-right game. And they only get a field goal. And they got blown out. 21-3. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.